and welcome to the Honest Property Investment Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins. I'm the host of this podcast. I'm also the CEO and founder of NC Real Estate, which is my firm of surveyors, which helps landlords and property investors just like you to build mixed use and commercial property portfolios that completely align with your goals. If you want to find out more about that, head on over to ncrealestate.co.uk where you can find every single thing that we do if you want to go and check it out. Okay, this week I have invited a very esteemed colleague of mine from NC Real Estate, Lorenza Allen. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's so nice to be back. It's been a while, I think, since uh, we were in this in this place together. I know. We've <laughs> not done a podcast together for a long time long long time yes no you've had a lot of other very fabulous and uh esteemed professionals coming in and out so nice to keep it diverse but yeah as I say really really lovely to come back and chat with you again yes so for those of you that don't know Lorenza is a community manager within the members club so Lorenza do you want to give an overview of what you do on a day-to-day basis for NC real estate um, yeah, I think, um, well, essentially, I want to make sure that people are being supported, um, feeling comfortable, knowing where things are within the members club. Um, you know, essentially, I'm kind of their go to where, where if they don't know where a certain package is, or if they have any kind of question, um, I open orientation calls on a Thursday morning. And I really always encourage people to come and chat with me, Um, you know, no matter if they've been on the members club for a week or, you know, a couple of years, I really want to keep that communication open between myself, well, NC Real Estate and the members club and and myself. So um, because obviously we're always kind of growing and developing into to new aspects. And we as as demands change, we want to be keeping up with that. And so I'm essentially the middle, the middle person, I would say, between the members club and and the community um yeah and I'm kind of also responsible for a whole lot of other things but as a very general overview I suppose <laughs> that, that's my 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 main role yeah yeah so Lorenza basically looks after our members when they come on board looks at what it is that they're trying to achieve and helps them get the way all the way through the pathway and so Lorenza can also hook members up with the different coaches, different professionals who are in the members club to make sure that members are always getting their best, which is why I thought it would be really good to bring Lorenza onto the podcast today so that we can have a bit of a chat about what we're seeing within the property investment space when it comes to investors. Because I think for those of you out there who listen to this podcast and you think, Okay, so I read the books, I do the education, and I take step-by-step action, and I want everything to happen, but nothing does seem to be happening. I thought we'd dive deeper into why things don't necessarily happen and how you can change that. So that is what we are going to be doing today. So, Lorenzo, I want to start off with, from your point of view, where do we mm-hmm. see property investors struggle the most? And I mean, what are they asking for help for? Um, yeah, I think um, I think a lot of members, um, well, I mean, from my part, also part of my kind of job description is is to look at um, 
kind of these sale and lease comparables. Um, also looking, you know, at potentially finding um, properties that are potentials for them to buy. Um, I find that um, there's a lot of data available. And I think that a lot of people kind of get overwhelmed and confused by that or don't really know how to kind of sift through all the data to make it relevant to them. Um, that, that's quite a specific <laughs> kind of answer, I suppose. Um, you know, on, on, in other aspects, I, you know, obviously there's a lot of kind of mindset. Um, there's a lot of mindset issues. Um, indecisiveness has come up quite a lot recently um, and not really sticking with kind of one decision for long enough to be able to see if this is working for me. Um, not in the sense of kind of trial and error, um, but yeah, trial and trial, waiting it out, exploring it, and then potentially changing. So I think because property is such a long-term game, uh, game, you kind of want to be sticking with something for a longer period of time. Um, yeah. I agree. Is wanting that instant success overnight and getting frustrated when that doesn't happen? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think um, I think people don't really give themselves enough credit for what they're able to do. Um, so so that is something that they struggle with, you know. So instead of uh, kind of taking that step forward, making sure that we're kind of there behind them, which we are 100 um, percent, you know, they 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 kind of. Yeah. So it's, it's a confidence thing as well. Um, yeah. So I think that's 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 what they struggle with. Yeah. And not realizing the small things that you do every day do actually add up to really big things. Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. it's not true that people are buying property day in, day out. It takes a lot of research and a lot of mm -hmm. background information. And you're right, sifting through all the data that's available. Mm -hmm. takes... Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, they, and they're not overdoing it either, you know, um, just kind of not kind of being satisfied with a certain amount of data and then kind of working around not always seeking more and more and more because in a sense that you know from many different aspects data can appear quite kind of quite different um so kind of working with something and then yeah um kind of that also that confidence to pick up the phone and and just call call people and call agents and 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 kind of find out make, taking that first step no matter how scary it is and then kind of seeing where things where things go mm -hmm. um yeah i agree so on the flip side what do we see makes investors most excited what do they like doing and what should they be doing more of um i think participation so Okay, so again, this, uh, this question can be answered in all sorts of different ways. Um, we do have a fabulous community, um, kind of a networking community, community of property investors. Um, and I find that uh, people really get excited when they go out to see a property and they will do a live of their tour, for example. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so that's really exciting. So it's that kind of sharing potential is exciting for investors. Um, and it's not necessarily to get feedback. It's more like, um, you know, maybe a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Like, look at me. I'm out here. I'm doing this. And, and of course, the feedback is very, very positive. And all of our members, you know, kind of contribute. And that kind of gets the conversation going. And when there's a conversation and people start having ideas and somebody says, no, that's a terrible idea. That's a great idea. Or, you know, and then, you know, um, perhaps a certain space has been used for something like, um, you know, a bank, for example, and now they want to kind of convert that. And then, they, you know, people, uh, our members, you know, kind of start thinking about what they could they do with the uh, the property. And where there's that potential, 
um, and those ideas start flowing, I think that's where people get really, really excited. Um, yeah. Because when you're on your own, you can be looking at deals and think, oh, my gosh, this doesn't work. I can't see any opportunities. I'm not feeling very innovative around it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then somebody the, comes. Yeah, yeah, somebody comes along. They see the potential in the deal and you look at it in a completely different way. Yes, yes. So I think those are definitely the benefits of kind of, you know, these kinds of communities where, where people are interacting. Um, yeah, and what else? I think what else they should be doing more of, more contribution, more participation. And um, yeah, what else makes them excited? Yeah, I think it's really, yeah, just to kind of repeat myself, but it's that it's that potential, that mm-hmm. kind of what if, that um, that kind of dream, you know, and then and then kind of working back to see how can one achieve it. I agree. That's certainly what gets me excited on a Sunday afternoon deal and analyzing session. Um Yesterday afternoon, we're recording this on a Monday, and yesterday afternoon, Sunday, sun was shining. I'm sat outside on my sun lounger, literally just analysing deals. And the more I analyse, the more I look at possibilities, the more excited I'm thinking, oh, I could do this. Are there any neighbouring properties that I could buy as well? Oh, my gosh, what happens if we put three buildings together? Then what does that look like? How much would we need to buy them for? And I like that thrill because then on a Monday morning, I can email the agents and ask them if they'd take that as an offer. I mean, sometimes, of course, I get emails back, like I've got in my inbox right now, um, or I've taken it out of my inbox, where an agent has said to me, Natasha, we're not doing that at a 9% yield. And I think, all right, fair enough, if you want to get higher, but you know where I am when you do want to do it at 9% yield. And I still have this vision of what that property looks like at best case scenario. And that keeps me going. And that keeps me asking the questions to agents will you do it at this price will you do it at this price um another agent asked us to put in an offer and they said well because I'd gone to them and said I cannot make this deal work at the price that you're offering it on the market for and they said well put in an offer let's see what happens I put in an offer 200,000 pound less than it was asking for and they came back to us and said did you actually read what the per- what the price was? And we said, yeah, of course we did. But you said put in an offer, so we put in an offer. <laughs> you know, and that's funny, really. Mm. Is it, I mean, it's not laughing at anybody about it. It's just, it, it can be fun doing this thing, these things, and it can be exciting. You can get really ramped up in it. And I think that's a lot, sometimes what people forget is that this is a, it's something you have to keep working on you have to keep moving forward and every time you have an idea it's about exploring that idea and then just seeing what can happen from that idea not about getting things perfect all the time Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and I I just kind of like that story because it has a bit of a playful element in a way yeah um a bit cheeky and playful and I think you know we it's obviously it's it is serious business um (laughs) But just to kind of, you know, all right, you want an offer? Right, here's one. Just <laughs> see what kind of happens. <laughs> They're well within their rights to say no. And in which case, we're not the right investors. Or if I'm working for clients, then my clients aren't right for them. And that's okay, but I'd rather try than not try and always have that property at the back of my mind thinking, oh, gosh, I wish mm-hmm. we'd put in an offer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
because you never know how the market will change in six months time. I mean, already in the last two months, we were just discussing this on the team meeting, weren't we, where mm-hmm. we're having to change net yields depending on areas and where there's really limited supply of stock, but our clients would like to invest in that area or the net yields are coming in. And that's happened really within two months. I think if we'd have been buying in August, it'd been a completely different story. And that um, is also why I don't ever want to regret putting in an offer not putting in an offer, sorry. I always want to just Uh give it a punt at the time. And if it fries, fantastic. And if it doesn't, that's okay too. We keep going. Um, But that's why I don't like leaving deals on the table. Uh So that then moves on to Uh what are the biggest successes we're seeing with our members right now? Um, Yeah, so we've got the big and the small. Um, And that's another thing that we do um, kind of on the... On, the, on our communities, we really try to bring out successes once a week. It's actually on our on our on our members club Facebook group, and we kind of reiterate every single week. Week, no matter how big or small, yeah. you know. So I guess a couple of the smaller successes that, <coughs> excuse me, you know, um, people are going to do second viewings. Um, you know, they're they're kind of getting different. They're picking up the phone um, and asking about different mortgage products and kind of deciding through things, kind of actively working, I suppose, on on their property portfolios. Um, yeah, uh, another another one of our members uh, viewed a property last week. They put in an offer and it was accepted. Um, you know, and then and then basically there was kind of one or two things to work through. So I put that particular member in touch with somebody else within our group, uh, yeah. within within our team, and they're busy sorting it out. So the successes are that people are willing to go through the process and are starting to take kind of more chances, you know. Um, and when something isn't working right for them or they don't feel that they have the right product, they're picking up the phone, they're asking us for advice, they're picking up the phone and, and getting hold of, you know, um, other options and then weighing up the options and then, you know, obviously – able to then take the best the kind of best route forward yeah um yeah yeah I agree with that it's not off the big wins happen Mm. sporadically in property because you think of how much you have to go through to get to a property deal actually completing you know it could be six months maybe it's three months if you're lucky but in the UK certainly property deals take so long that it's not always the big wins it's it's the small things that they're going out and doing daily the more viewings you do the more likely you are to find a property that you like the more deal analysis you do the more properties that you're likely to find that work for you and your returns the more offers that you put in the more likely Mm -hmm. you are to get a deal Mm -hmm. those yeah I think successes Mm -hmm. get you Mm -hmm. further than the day of completion which You've probably not had to do anything apart from transfer money. Yes. Um, and, you know, really kudos to people who kind of keep that energy up throughout that long process, you know, kind of saying, um, you know, six months of, of just trying to be positive throughout is, I think, can be really tricky. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's another reason that we, that we really support, support our members through that process and try to keep spirits high and kind of optimistic um yeah 
yeah, so there's a so there's a, a couple of a couple of our successes. Yes, I agree. And then we get the big successes as well. Seeing that one of our members hit their million pound mark on their property portfolio, which is great. We love yes, to see yeah, that. That, when, that was a very big one. <laughs> when there's milestones that we're hitting, and you know, that's a that's a big thing. That's a lot of investment for a investor mm-hmm. to put into their property portfolio regardless of how leveraged that pro- property portfolio is that's still time that's still finding mm-hmm. properties that's still researching so you know the smaller wins all add up to these bigger wins where you hit these milestones you think yes I can do that and then you keep going mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that I love seeing the big and the small because it means that everybody is still working and it's very inspiring to see these members um hit these big milestones but also feel excited enough to keep hitting the small milestones because that's where the big milestones are going to come from yes absolutely so that then moves to kind of our brand because for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a very long time uh, you'll know that Lorenza started off on the podcast with me on a weekly basis and then I think things got busier and we ended up having to just take over different tasks um, but one thing that is for sure is that this brand NC Real Estate has changed over the last few years and I wanted to ask you what do we know now that we didn't know when we started? Oh <laughs> so much <laughs> so much um, first thing that pops into my head is uh, people like to be kept accountable yeah. uh, people like um, you know, quite a lot of the, the kind of content and the live aspects. Yes. And, you know, we had kind of thought everyone's living very busy lives and nobody can really commit to things. So we'll make, um, you know, our content, for example, very accessible, uh, mostly through an online platform. And then people can, you know, kind of watch at their own pace and their own time. And although that is good, and although we have really great content and we want our members to kind of work with that, um, the live kind of calls, the live aspect of the Members Club has really, um, you know, kind of changed the way that everything works. Um, so what we didn't know was that, yeah, people really like to be count, uh, left accountable and also um, to be held up to something, to make a commitment to something and then to show up to it. You know, so when, so when, our, so when our members do book a call and we all know that they're coming, the chances are they will show up because they also don't want to d- disappoint. They've made a commitment to something. It's not, you know, in their own time. They know that we're taking up time out of our, t- you know, our day and our evening um, to, to meet up with them. And then, you know, that they kind of show up, uh, not only because of that, um, obviously, but it is, I think, somewhere in the back of their mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, that's, so that's definitely a big thing. Um, and what else didn't we know? Um, yeah, I think just a, a lot of the feel of our, of our brand has kind of changed um, a lot. And the kinds of, you know, as things go on and develop, you just kind of get new ideas about things. We have a wonderful members map, for example, where our members can go and have a look where other, other members live and invest and they can kind of network together. So the networking thing, we didn't really know how valuable that would be, for example, yeah. right from the beginning. Um, yeah, what else did you what else did you have in have in mind? I mean, there really is so much. Those are kind of the first couple of things that you know pop into my 
pop into my mind that's what I was thinking about because it's really interesting isn't it to how we started when we very first started out as MC real estate it was all around property management and how can you manage the properties and what I have realized is that whilst property management is actually the key property management and asset management is the key skill that investors should know those skills are key mm-hmm. investors don't think like that in the slightest um, it's all about the acquisition strategy and buying more, 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 and how do I get more properties? And so mm-hmm. where we really pivoted was to think about, okay, well, asset and property management has this overall cycle that mm-hmm. works by you setting your goals, you putting, you acquiring the property, finding finance, but the property management side of it, we sprinkle in everywhere but without our investors knowing it as much because when I look at the questions that we get asked on the Q&A usually it's not about how do I find a deal usually (laughs) it's this tenant has done x how do I do this or something has happened with the maintenance of this building how does this happen that all falls upon the property management side of things and then the overarching asset management how do I continue to get that property into the best possible condition and so that's where we pivoted probably I'd say now when I'm looking back at it two years ago it must have been as I just moved to New York so maybe three years ago where we we thought okay investors want to know about property investment and how to buy property that's where the starting questions come from but what they're actually really asking is how to make the most amount of money out of these properties which is asset management Mm -hmm. but because asset management and property management isn't sexy in the slightest everybody always (laughs) everybody always ignores this part and just focuses on buying more 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 and you don't need Mm -hmm. more in order to be able to have a really profitable portfolio. So that is something Mm. I think we have learned over the years. And that was where the members club has now grown because yes, we do do workshops around property search and financing properties and your goals, but actually our most subscribed workshops now or masterclasses are with our surveyors where clients come and ask about how to run these properties and how to do these deal analysis and how to increase the value which is interesting yeah. isn't it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah diff- a completely different um kind of different approach and who and who knows you know where things might go in the future um if we think about how much has changed you know in the last few years and where we might be in the next few years to come i know i know it's certainly so, 2022 scary. is going to be a big year <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's almost upon us it's almost so, upon us can you imagine <laughs> so then I want to ask you what's been the most exciting thing about building a small business and what has been the most nerve-wracking thing ah uh, the most exciting thing the most exciting thing is um getting to know for, for myself is getting to know people individually mm-hmm. um and, um, you know, kind of having a launch, having a successful launch, having, um, you know, a couple of new members coming on at a slow pace. And that's how we want it. Yeah. Don't want to see, you know, 40 people joining in a month. 
because then how do we get how do we keep that personal approach how do we get to know people how do we onboard them in the right pro like way and process so that we can help them so i love the individual that kind of that for me is very very exciting um and that kind of steady increase you know um and and also yeah really seeing how members succeed you know we secretly or not so secretly celebrate each and every tiny success over here at the at the back end um because we know that i mean then we're giving value and without giving value i mean there's absolutely zero point in getting on a member for a month and you know getting our 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 month subscription fee and then seeing them leave because what what is the point um you know so so really also from my side, when I'm, you know, kind of making calls and kind of assessing whether members are good, uh, like good potentials for the members club. Um, you know, when I when I speak to somebody and I and I can just feel it and I know that they would be an absolutely perfect fit. It's like hitting the jackpot. <laughs> and, you know, that doesn't have to do with them having like lots of properties in their portfolio or lots of money in the bank. It's it's more about um, something about their character or some something that they've related to me that might be quite subtle or, you know, in, in a tone or something. And I'm like, yes, I know that you're going to be great. I want you to come and join us. So for me, that's really, really exciting. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you yeah. something that I thought of. How do you feel about being a property professional now, Lorenza? Oh, right. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, do you remember yeah. when you first joined NC Real Estate all those years ago and you said and you were just like, I don't know what you're talking about, Natasha, I don't understand it. And now Lorenzo's out there like finding property deals, finding comparable data, like helping members. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I, I think a lot of times in life you'll find, I'm sure in your own lives as well, that, you know, nothing comes together kind of perfectly at all at once you often are ending things off and starting something new kind of all at the same time and I think where I am with uh you know you now I'm a lot more kind of I'm able to be a lot more kind of focused my my son is a bit older you know these personal things also make a difference yeah my son is older I've let go of a lot of other things I'm able to put in more energy and so then I'm able to spend more time and kind of do my own research and you know, eventually, I mean, after reading, I don't know how many of your blogs and, and listening to however many podcasts, you've got to pick something up along the way. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, so, that, so that's been also fun for me and also very challenging because this is definitely not, you know, I, I, what I studied at university or what I ever thought that I would ever get involved with. <laughs> um, you know, so it's really been a learning curve. And I think, um, yeah, and I think you kind of inspire people to to really get kind of so, you know motivated or motivate people to kind of really educate th- themselves and to become more empowered in their roles, um, you know. And that's that's also great. And I hope that also, I mean, I know that a lot of our members have come and um, you know felt empowered because we don't necessarily lead everyone by the hand. I mean, we we direct and guide and show, but we expect that responsibility and that they start to empower themselves and I've certainly felt that um along with my journey with (laughs) with the members club yeah next stop Charter Surveyor hey Lorenza next stop yeah next stop see you all there (laughs) (laughs) yeah we will get you we will get you your chartership we started working on it you'll be fine yeah 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 
Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> and then what's the, what do you think is the most nerve-wracking? What's the most nerve-wracking thing we do? Well, we wake up and there will be no members on the members club tomorrow. No, I mean, I'm being frank in a sense that, um, you know, I think sometimes there are a lot of irrational fears mm -hmm. that can come up. Um, and it's also important for us to kind of take stock of the good that we're doing and actually see how, how well things are going as opposed to looking at it and being like, oh, this is what's going wrong and this was going wrong, you know. Um, People do tend to, to focus on what they think is maybe not working as well. Um, and I think it's good to have a balance, but really to kind of, yeah. So it's nerve wracking to think that are our, are our members getting enough value? Are we giving them exactly yeah. what they need to be able to, to get to their goals, you know, their property investment goals? Um, are they satisfied? Are they supported? These are the kinds of questions that, you know, Natasha and I constantly ask ourselves in, in, in our team meetings. And then what can we do about it, you know? Um, and I find that if we just sit down and actually just start talking, ideas just come and there's the next step. We got it. Yeah. Next step. What is the next step? You know, we're kind of thinking about what's going to happen in January for our members, um, you know, already. And it's just kind of the beginning of November. So we really, we really, it's a constant uh, process. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess that's the most nerve wracking part um, is, is everyone Okay. Is everyone feeling supported? Is everyone moving forward? Yeah. That's, that is, I, I bear a lot of responsibility for that. I think more, that's why, I mean, for me, I have a big team now and mm -hmm. yeah, all of a sudden hard. it's yeah. an awesome team, but my biggest thought process is, am I keeping the food on the table for everybody who? Mm -hmm work so hard for NC real estate so every decision that we make is kind of nerve-wracking in a way for me because I'm like yes. if we pivot in the wrong direction and this business falls mm -hmm. over what am I going to do then and that mm -hmm. is a massive responsibility but at the same time I'm so glad that when I do let out I'm very I like to think that I'm very honest with you all about when I'm feeling like that and it can you yeah. know yes <laughs> But then we kind of try and take the reins and we're like, hang on a second, let's yeah. just take stock of what's actually going on here. A lot of it is, you know, unrealistic fears. Um, but it is a huge responsibility, you know, as our team grows and and really as we acquire kind of more and more high level, high skilled professionals, you know, who who just, you know, don't come cheap, I suppose, <laughs> either. And that's... That for me is because I it's always that I want my I want my clients to be really successful. I want my team to be happy. You know, mm -hmm. so how do we how, how do we yeah. run that? And mm -hmm. I think we're in a good balance today. Touch wood. Mm -hmm. All right. Yep. I mean, it's Monday, and Monday mornings I always feel because I've had a weekend to like mow everything over. So normally Monday morning is Natasha Collins getting everything out that, <laughs> you know, I need to get out. Um, but I, I feel like the confidence then comes from then having a, a group of people who are having a conversation about what we do next, you know, an idea yeah. sharing and thinking about that. And that for me mm -hmm. takes away the nerve. 
that kind of enthusiasm as well, you know, um, in our team meeting today, and, you, you know, you just mentioned something and everyone's like, hey, ho, let's go, you know, and like everyone's kind of on board almost immediately with, with an idea. And we're all kind of like, great, let's do it. How do we do it? Um, you know, yeah, we're all in. And, and that kind of attitude, um, yeah, also really kind of takes off the pressure because we know that everyone is in, yeah. you know, everyone's, everyone's in, everyone's like willing to do the work. Um, on what it takes to constantly grow and keep keep our members happy and whew. that's our job that's our job keep our clients happy keep our team in tip-top condition keeping and enjoying what they're doing as well and being challenged the one thing that I'm so lucky with is that I have a team around me who want to be challenged and want to learn new things I mean you all don't mm-hmm. stop asking me for additional learning and how can you and I love that it makes me feel excited because it means that people are really absorbing what's going on in the members club but want to do better and with our you know asset management clients our asset management team growing that side of things as well and it's that it's that interest in what's going on within the company not just wanting to flatline and I really like that well yeah, I mean, there's just a feeling, there's like a buzz and a feeling that we are going places. And I don't know if that's, I mean, obviously it's kind of based on spreadsheets and figures and those kinds of things, but it's also based on like a feeling and an essence and a kind of instinct that it is just going to keep growing. We are going to kind of expand, not really always sure how, um, but, you know, it's always kind of in progress, in motion. And I think that's why we are also willing to kind of, one like you know try and upskill or educate ourselves further or bug you about sending you know more training tutorials on how to figure out cash flow strategies and that kind of thing because you know the more we know the more we can be part of this kind of evolving growth um you know within yeah. the, within the members club and that is what is exciting being part and participating you know who wants to kind of sit there passively doing the the doldrum part of the job i mean any job has got that kind of you know aspect to it and we just got to swallow and just smile through it kind of thing or just bite your tongue um but then but then the, you know they there are also those exciting parts and those dynamic parts and those are can often be quite scary and challenging and and whatever but i think with that attitude that we all have of saying yes i'm in yes let's give it a go um yeah we're just going to go from strength to strength agreed agreed on that positive note <laughs> we should go off and do some celebrating <laughs> <laughs> I'm keep I'm bottling this energy, popping yep. it on the shelf, and we'll just, just keep running yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, and let's just open that up for when it's not always like this, you know. Because yeah. um, yeah. and then we're running a business, a down, is pop that open. <laughs> not always the easiest, but one thing I do want to say to you all who are listening, I'm going to get all of my team on the podcast over the next couple of weeks because I think you need mm-hmm. to meet everybody. It's not just. Natasha Collins, who runs everything on her own. I'm not superwoman. Uh-uh. I'm definitely not. Tried to be. Couldn't do any of what I do without the support of my awesome team. So I wanted to introduce them to you. And I'm going to do that over the next couple of weeks. Lorenza, thank you for coming back on the podcast. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolute pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you yeah. to everybody for listening. Please remember... Two, rate and review this podcast if you listen on Apple. None of the other providers allow ratings, but 
what I would love it if you could subscribe to this podcast as well. It comes out every Tuesday morning. And if you want to find out more about what's going on in the podcast, follow at Honest Property Investment on Instagram, where you will find all of our key takeaways from the week. You can ask us questions. You can get over there and share your thoughts. We really love hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.